Through careful manipulation and good storytelling, you can get everybody to clap at the same time. Now, that's a piece of a quote from filmmaker and producer Steven Spielberg, where he talks about how everyone with their different perspectives and different experiences can sit down to the same movie and even bring in that unique set of experiences, they can have all the same emotional reaction to the movie of enjoyment, of laughter, of fear, of surprise. And you can have the same reaction with your content marketing and with your storytelling to, through your story, motivate your audience to take action on whatever call you've made to them, to get them to respond to your call to action. Now, that's what we're talking about with our guest today, India K. Lindsay of The Right Touch, LLC. She breaks down every part of writing and how it can have such a powerful impact on the success of your business and the monetization portion of your business. From the idea phase all the way down to the marketing, she talks about this and she drops so many nuggets in this episode that can help you create such a powerful impact for your client. So keep on listening to hear from my special guest. Welcome back for another episode of Dreamers Den Podcast. And if you haven't listened before already, I am your host, Danielle Counter of DreamWork Creatives, and I help entrepreneurs build their online presence and brand awareness through website design, content marketing, and digital products. So I'm glad you guys are listening today because we have a special guest with us, India K. Lindsay of Get The Right Touch, LLC. Um, It's a content firm that does academic, business, and personal writing and editing. So I'm so glad to have her as a part of the conversation today because content is such a huge part of online business. And we've been discussing different components of online business and website design. So I'm glad to have her as a part of the discussion to weigh in her opinion as a content marketing specialist on how very important this is. So thank you for joining with us, India. Thank you so much for having me, Danielle. The first thing that we want to get into is just talking about you and your journey as a writer. So how did that how did that lead to the birth of the Right Touch LLC? So um, I have wanted to be a writer since I was 10 years old, reading books. I always had like a love for reading and I was like, when I get older, I'm going to be a writer. Through college, I was kind of advised not to study writing because it wasn't a secure, and I'm, I'm doing air quotes, <laughs> career. So I ended up doing um, corporate communications, which turned out being good because it taught me the business side of writing. And so can I began my company. I was actually working as a marketing director and I had got fired. So I needed, like, it was like right before Christmas. I needed, um, I had my last paycheck, but I needed a way to make money. And so uh, I started writing. Um, I started writing, you know, academic papers, uh, resume, copy, any type of writing that anyone (laughs) would pretty much get me to do. 
that was how I began um, the right touch. And so um, originally when I wanted to, you know, legalize everything, it was like, oh, uh, you know, people at the small business center, they were like, oh, they were kind of just kind of downplaying it. You know, see if you want this little hobby for a while, you might change your mind. And so um, <laughs> I ended up doing really well. I ended up building a network. My clients were doing well with what I was providing them. And so it's been uh, four years since I started The Right Touch. And so through creating The Right Touch, ultimately I knew that I wanted to write books. I wanted to do higher level writing. I wanted, you know, things to progress deeper. And so creating my company helped me become an author. It helped me ghostwriter help open those other avenues of writing for me awesome it seems like um a lot of people have that story where they're pushed they're kind of pushed into their purpose and like you said this is something that you've been wanting to do since you were a little girl a lot of people change their mind about things but it's something about like writers that i've heard several other people say that um, they wanted to be writers as children and it seems like that kind of sticks with you or it comes back to you like even as a part of, yes. of what I do I've always been you know an English a lit a history person and it kind of sticks with sticks with you and, and your profession so it's, it's just so crazy that like you said that you were let go and it just kind of shoved you into your purpose yep Sometimes um, it happens like that, you know, as a kid, I didn't know any writer. A writer was something, you know, like a, like a singer or, you know, it was, you heard of them, but you personally didn't know anyone in that career. So I wasn't really encouraged to, you know, pursue writing because it was, it was I wouldn't want to say a fantasy career, but it was one of those careers, like, I didn't see anyone, I didn't see any writers, I didn't see anyone making a living doing writing and even the ones who you know were making a living it was like oh that's just a hobby for them and so you know growing up I just didn't see those type of I didn't see me being a writer going into college um I was encouraged even by like advisors oh you want to stick to something you know uh more solid you know the creative that's not really you know what you want to do so I think that's why a lot of people once we you know were older we're like okay well I'm just I'm gonna try it out um I'm gonna do what you know my heart has always told me to do since I was a kid which is to be a writer yeah it's like they treated it like and how they do artists you know it's, it is a form of art but you know a lot of people are like well is that something solid that is something practical that you can make money from but sometimes it, it stems from the passion and then you create ways to do that and the internet has like changed the game for that it's created so many more opportunities absolutely and it's created a network too once you see you meet other writers who are doing it and living it gives you like okay i can do this as well like it gives you that what's the word it gives you that uh sense of relief you know inspiration is like oh you know, especially seeing, you know, black women, it's like, okay, she looks like me and she is successful and, you know, living a good life on her creative career. So the internet definitely has helped with that too, finding a network of people who are, you know, in the same industry as you, that has helped as well. Right, totally. I, I feel the same way. 
Like, how big of a, of a role does content marketing play in the growth and success of a business? Because it sounds like, you know, congratulations on four years in the business and it sounds like you're growing and if it's anything like my experience the current situation has only you know caused business to flourish even more so how big of a role has your content marketing played like in the growth and success of business marketing i would say is the heart of business and you know that goes back to me being uh, a corporate communication major learning how to market how to run a business was so essential to writing um and now i'm so good at it that i actually have a program called marketing mayhem where i teach business owners writers all different types of business owners the importance of marketing how to market your business so it has been fundamental in me you know there's all types of writers all types of business owners but how you market yourself where you market yourself is key to standing out. So, you know, I created a Marketing Mayhem. Originally, I did a webinar on Marketing Mayhem because so many people just wanted to know my marketing strategy. How do you promote your books? How do you promote your courses? They were asking me these things, and I thought it was just like, you know, common sense or, you know, things that everybody else was doing. But when I started um, to do the webinar, I gave people, you know, tips on how to go viral, tips on how to, like, you know, create products that outsell. And so, um, you know, with Doing Marketing Mayhem, it, it taught all of you know, my writers in the group or business owners just how to market themselves. So I think it has, for me, it has been, you know, so fun foundational to my growth and success because, you know, it was something that I knew how to do from my, my background. Like I was a marketing director before I was fired. And then just taking that professional experience into you know trial and error with you know different areas in my business because how I market my writing side of my business isn't necessarily how I will market my actual books and my journals or my courses so you know just learning the foundations of your marketing for your business specifically has been helpful for me awesome and I completely agree I'm glad to hear somebody else say that it's like marketing is the heart of your business because some a lot of people focus so much on perfecting other areas of the business and of course you want a, a high quality product and service and a beautiful highly functional website but if you don't market properly then nobody's going to care about any of that <laughs> <laughs> at all like it's, it's going to be you know so many people when you start a business everybody it seems so overwhelming oh you need this you need that you need a website you need all of these things but i think one of the things that get lost is marketing <laughs> and so you know as you said you can have all of these things prepared and if you don't have anybody to market it to you just essentially waste you know your money with your startup Right, exactly. What has been the most successful marketing channel for you, or what marketing channel has given you the best results? Social media. So I market mostly on social media, and this is what I teach uh, my people in marketing mayhem as well. Uh, my so the best result for me has been Facebook and Instagram. Just the ability to retarget your ads to your website, the ability to, um, you know, run ads and it gives you like the insight on your customers um, has been helpful. 
I also do a lot of influencer ads. Pretty much I will contact you know, an influencer on YouTube or Instagram and I have them promote my product or service. That has been really helpful as well. So a mixture of both of those using social media platforms and using the influencers on the platforms has given me tremendous results. Awesome. I agree with both of those too. And that's something that we were talking about last week with with ads like that some people have found success without the ads and it's a lot more work to do so but ads are very helpful with kind of pulling you out of that crowd and you know helping you to stand out in that market and to get in front of the right people like you said your target audience yep no matter if your business is booming right now or not I always stress to my people and marketing ma'am make sure you are always finding new clients because it's going to be that one day or that one season when things slow down and you're going to be like oh my god like I've been having a good you know three four years I haven't had to find new clients and now things are slow like knowing your business seasons like um right now it's summer so the writing portion of my business you know things are slow because it's summertime well it's kind of weird because we're in COVID but you know normally in the summertime people are traveling people aren't you know really reading like so my writing services stories take a backseat and that's my time to work on coaching people work on you know my courses work on my um program so knowing your business season and also like right now I would not really spend much on advertisement for you know writing services right now because it's my I know that you know based on previous years it's my slow season so um I think you know knowing your seasons in business is important too as far as your marketing strategy because you don't want to spend like I would just save my marketing dollars for that avenue until closer to the winter because that's when that service is you know most lucrative right exactly and I know a huge portion of like ad success is the copywriting part of it and, and what you're saying and how that you know translates to the customer or your your potential clients so like web content and copywriting those aren't really the first things that people think of as a part of their monetization process but you know they're actually the most critical for sales so what writing advice would you give to those who are like just getting started with their online business and they may not know the difference between, you know, those different types of writing and they may not be familiar with web content and copywriting? When people, again, when people first start, you know, getting in business, they think that they need everything. A part of, you know, a successful business, one of the things you want to do is, you know, find people that you can outsource these things to you're not really good at um, like if you're not really good at writing but this is a writing audience so everyone here probably who is listening to this is probably good at writing but um you know as far as copywriting speak to your audience you want to speak to they always say in marketing your audience is you five years ago so speak to your audience you know things that you would have wanted to know five years ago just speak to your audience as you, you know, talk, I always tell people in marketing mayhem that marketing is storytelling. How do you tell your story to your audience? Any story, it, it, you have to get comfortable telling your story. So whether your story is that, 
you know, like me, I got fired and I was pushed into, you know, writing. That's whenever you do an interview or anything, that's going to be the story that is going to be told. So once you get comfortable telling your story, when it comes to copywriting, you know, a blog or anything like that, it's going to be so easy because you're already comfortable telling your story. So get comfortable telling your story and then you're comfortable copywriting as far as web content. That's something different. When I first developed my first website um, for the Right Touch, as far as like the website content, I just looked for like websites that were similar to mine and the industry and then I wrote from there, you know, again, what the customer needs. So the customer lands on the website and the copywriting, I was actually, I just recently moved, this is off topic, but I just recently moved to Charlotte and so I was looking for a um, makeup artist and um, some of the copy, I was just saying that people really need to invest in copywriters if writing isn't their strong suit because when a customer goes on your website, they're reading this copy and this copy wants to resonate with them. You want to talk to your customer. You don't want to yell at your customer. Um, one of the, some of the websites that I was looking on, some of the copy was just like, okay, this is how you talk to your clients. It was just like, <laughs> it was like really aggressive. And I thought it was just me. I shared it with my groups and I shared it with like some of my business friends. And they like, oh my God, I can't believe that people are like, their copy is like this. Like one girl, uh, like a lot of the makeup artists, they make you require a deposit so it was just like uh, no de- uh, no deposit no appointment or you know and when in the beginning the girl she said something like uh, book at your own risk um because of covid and i'm like okay oh, if wow. i'm reading tomorrow i'm thinking like why would i book with you so i think a lot of business owners do not understand how important copywriting is and even me as a writer sometimes i do outsource copywriting for certain projects just because you know, you want to be very specific in your tone of writing. You want to be very specific with your audience. And you can definitely lose clients by not having the right copy. And that's just like, you know, that makeup artist lost me as a client. I, like, her makeup was really good. But when I went on her website, I was just like, okay. Clearly, she didn't take the time to write this out. Clearly, she didn't, you know, hire somebody who this was there you know, strong suit. Even though I'm a writer, there are certain areas of writing that I would just outsource to someone else because, you know, they're better at that than me. And when a customer looks on your website and they, you know, want to work with you, they're reading the, you know, your views, they're reading the, you know, the copy on your website. And it could be a complete turn off if you're yelling at them, you're telling them stuff like a book at your own risk. And so, yeah, um, I think a lot of people just underestimate what copywriting is and how important it is when it comes to marketing your business. Yes, definitely. You said a mouthful, but that's completely true. You nailed it. And like you said, you have to make sure that you're speaking in the right tone and you're saying, like, you basically, you basically have to speak their language. So, yes. This episode's Dream Biz feature is DreamWork Creatives Apparel. DWC Apparel is the latest addition to our brand. It's a clothing line for dreamers and doers and features graphic tees with loud and proud quotes and affirmations to empower, inspire, and motivate. Visit danieltowner.com shop and grab your favorite tee today.
this is shifting gears a little bit, but in talking to other writers and also in like just talking about planning and having discussions with other business owners, now they talk about journaling or like physically writing things down. I'm techie, but like after years of taking a break from journals, I recently started back using them to jot down ideas, meeting notes, or even just, you know, just jotting down things that I want to get out of my head or, you know, get off of my chest. And it's been really helpful. But from your standpoint, like how have journals helped you throughout your writing career? And is this something that you would recommend for every entrepreneur? Journal. So journals are very dear to my heart. Um, when I first became an entrepreneur, I always heard people like entrepreneurs talking about, yeah, journaling, and I have my morning routine, and I have this and this, 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 and it just didn't seem like something I felt like I needed to do. But as I progressed into being an entrepreneur, I started to understand why entrepreneurs were into having a morning schedule and journaling and affirmations. And so I do absolutely think that journaling is something for every entrepreneur. The way I got into journaling, um, I had always kept journals, but I was never consistent with it. And a friend of mine, she bought me this journal and it had like prompts in it. So every, it was like a business journal and every day it had like different prompts um, that encouraged you to write about business. And so that created the habit of me journaling every day because when I would open my journal and those prompts were there, that created the habit of me journaling every single day. And so I love the idea of journaling on actual hard paper is because when you write things down they're more likely to come true everything i have written down in my journals has come true it's so crazy like if you believe in affirmation you believe in um you know manifestation when you write things down they come true like me moving to charlotte i have been writing about moving to charlotte since 2015 um it was like subtle like it was it wasn't like oh i'm moving to charlotte it was just like oh i'm thinking about moving to charlotte or, you know, I'm, I'm looking to move out of Baltimore. And so when I look back, almost every journal that I had, I was talking about this move. So when you put things like that out into the universe and on paper, it's like the universe starts to help you. And when I really wanted to make the move, I was journaling about it more. And that's when, like, every opportunity came for me to move. So that's just one example of journaling. Like, me wanting to hit $10,000 and $15,000 a month in my business. I will always like journal about that and then I hit those numbers and then so now I'm like thinking even bigger like okay I want a hundred thousand dollar month like and so I also I have several different journals so I think that every entrepreneur has I mean start off if you're not consistent start off with maybe just trying to finish one journal but um if you want to do several journals um that's even greater so I have one journal that is just everything in this journal hasn't happened yet so it is fully a manifestation journal so everything that i write in this journal is going to happen i write it as if it already has happened uh so i've written out you know date my perfect date my perfect day my perfect um you know sales month like all of these things i wrote down and so i wrote it down as if it already happened then I have like a specific business journal 
that I write things in and then I have my personal journal that I write things in so once you get more and more into journaling it's like it's like you can't stop <laughs> so I started creating my own journals from that so I have one journal um, on the front it says future millionaire and so like every time I look at the journal it's like okay future millionaire I'm putting on my front in there for myself uh, so yeah, I think journaling is super important. I'm super passionate about it. I recently just had a webinar uh, last week on um, how to self-publish and create your own journals and that was sold out. I had more than 20 attendees. So I'm very passionate about journaling. I think it's something that every entrepreneur should um, at least try to keep one journal because another thing is that about journaling that I love is you're documenting your life. And so Every day when you are going through business, it may seem like you're not reaching your numbers. But then one day, uh, say it's 2020, in 2025, you pick up a journal from 2020 and you're going to read it and see how far you've come. And that's going to be encouragement because that's what I do. Sometimes I'll pick up an old journal just to like see where I've come. And, you know, through life, we sometimes forget things. So I'll pick up a journal from 2004 to from 2015 and it'll talk about back then I didn't even have a car I was like living with my mom like and so man it was just like oh my god five years later I am at such a different point than I was then so yeah yeah and you hit on a point that I've seen with other um entrepreneurs as well like even like people that are in my circle like she's like one of the people who's like I wrote down seven things that I wanted to do and you know when she launched her first you know the, the first part of those seven things she said that this was on my list and then as she goes down that list then she talks about you know this is part of the seven things that I wrote and it's the same for me like in a different like even when I wrote my business plan and the milestones for those even though that's something that you're supposed to be consciously you know ticking off or working on it's still a part of writing that down and having that vision and like you said putting it in the atmosphere and making it happen mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely it's so true I don't I think you know it's a reason that bigger entrepreneurs if you watch the secret all of them are always saying like journal you know write things down write your goals down because it's true it, it really does work yeah I read the book and, and it was it was a really good book the secret I think yeah I read the book and then I watched the movie like the documentary they had as well so yeah <laughs> it's, so, it's so simple and then once you 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 know listen to it you're like okay I get it <laughs> I get it <laughs> now you talked earlier about your marketing mayhem class and then you talked about you know writing and how you authors but you teach a writing course also now do you think that it's important to learn the basics of good writing instead of just hiring a writer first yes I think it is good to learn the basics of writing skills because even if you hire a writer they're going to have to relay to the writer what you want them to write so knowing the foundation of writing a story writing a blog or whatever type of writing this person is going for you um, it's good for you to know the foundations on writing i teach writing courses everywhere from how to write an ebook and then i'm launching um a course next month on ghostwriting which has been like one of the biggest streams of income in my career uh ghostwriting 
novels, copywriting, books for other customers. Customers come to me because they, they have a story that they want to tell, but they, they don't know the foundation of writing. But I think if you take some basic writing courses and then you meet with a writer, that gives you a better ability to tell the writer, hey, this is what I want to talk about. And you already you met them already having written courses. So I think, yeah, I think it's important to have, you know, basic writing skills instead of just, you know, outsourcing that. Okay, I agree. And this, it kind of reminds me of a story like with um, a musician. I was in like a music workshop as, you know, a kid when you're, your parents make you sing in the choir and things like that. But um, <laughs> I was in a music <laughs> workshop and the director, he was talking about how he was trying to, you know, instruct the drummer on what sound that he wanted to have, but he didn't know the technicalities of it. So, you know, as he tried to explain it to him, the guy basically just said, okay, and, you know, he did what he wanted to do. So, <laughs> so he said that he decided to go and, you know, take music courses and take um, courses on drumming so that he could learn about it and actually say, okay, this is what I want you to do and specifically speak the language of that drummer. And it made all the difference in the world. So I think it's the same with writing, like for you to be able to structure and outline and tell them key words and, um, you know, this is how I want you to close, this is how I want you to do the intro. I think it's important for you to kind of get a foundation about writing if that's not something that you've had in the past. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. There are options for writers to make money outside of that traditional box, and this is continuing to grow as opportunities present themselves online and even offline. And that's been extremely helpful, like especially now, like you said, when it's normally a slow season, like it's, it's a little bit different now. So, you know, adding those additional revenue sources has been helpful. Um, but thing, even things like products such as ebooks and digital products, like you said, those kind of kick in in those slow seasons. So um, that's helped your business to grow. And how do you feel like that can help other businesses to grow? I think all entrepreneurs, no matter what industry you're in, you should definitely have other streams of revenue, uh, such as ebooks and digital products, even your podcast. YouTube doing those type of things like so as a writer you know my primary source of income or my bread and butter would be writing but I had so many other passions and you know things that I started to get into so I always tell entrepreneurs that they should have a book because people are always going to be curious about your story so a book is one way for people once they you know get to know you and they are you know what I say just you know, they are getting to know you in the get to know you stage, they can read your book. Usually your book is, you know, $20 or less. So they grab your book, they'll read your book, they get to know you. Then from there, you create, you know, ebooks on. So a lot of my ebooks are on teaching entrepreneurs or writers how to write. Um, I have one on how to write an ebook. I have one on how to make $10,000 in a month. Like, so just little things like that um, will start to build uh your what's the word start to build your credibility 
as an entrepreneur to this new person that's getting to know you. Digital products um, are great as well because we live in an era now, you know, you can send somebody an ebook, they'll read it, they're able to, you know, download everything. I have a business planner and I was using this planner for myself. So every quarter I plan out my quarter. And so I have been sharing on my stories and so people have been asking, oh, you know, can you send me that? And so that was a product I ended up creating um, the digital planner and I also created the workbook with my marketing mayhem uh course uh everybody that's in there they usually ended up buying the uh workbook and with the workbook is really great because it goes over it's 100 pages it goes over your whole strategy so you know things that you may have not considered in marketing you have this whole workbook to go through and help you from start to beginning on your marketing strategy and so it's little things like this that you can create that's you know, I'm primarily a writer, but when you start to do, you know, other things, you know, brainchild marketing, brainchild is a ghostwriter, brainchild is somebody who has developed, you know, journals, you can then monetize all of that. With me creating my own personal journals, people started to come to me and they were like, okay, can you help me create a journal? I create the journals for people. I also do temp journal templates, so um, where you know, a journal template that I sell to a customer, they can literally go and upload it on um, Amazon KDP and they'll have a journal, their own journal the next month um, or the next week, actually. It takes like a week. So <laughs> the next week they have their own journal. Uh, and then from creating that, I people were like, okay, well, I want to learn how to do that. So I created the journal webinar and the journal courses. So, you know, every little thing, you don't have to monetize everything that you do, but I think if it all ties into your business, then that's how you start to create, you know, different ebooks and digital products that eventually help your business grow. I always see people and they're like, well, I don't know what to talk about, you know, address. They're like, oh, uh, you have so many ebooks and digital products. How do you know what to talk about? When my audience comes to me with something, I create a product. It's, you know, somebody comes to me with a question and several people come to me with a question. That's a product. You know, if more than one person is coming to you for that, then that's something that people, you know, want to see from you. So a question is a product for me. Customers come and say, you know, how do you do a journal? That's usually not a quick question. So I developed, you know, the courses and the webinars to, you know, teach people how to, you know, do these things to help them ultimately grow their business. You you nailed it right there when you said that when people come to you or if more than one person is coming to you with this question, then that's a product. That's market research right there. It's like market research at your fingertips. Yep. Some people don't take advantage of like your audience is asking you for this for a reason. Um, you know, I listen to my audience. I poll my audience a lot. I'll um, post on Facebook or my Instagram stories or whatever other sites I'm on. I'll say, um, hey, what's the next? Uh, this year so far, I've done seven webinars. Um, my last webinar was a best-selling webinar. I made over $2,000 from just this one webinar. And so I said, okay, webinars are sort of becoming my thing. So I polled my audience and I said, what do you want to see from me next? And so a lot of them, they gave me things that I didn't even think about. So sometimes you just need to ask our audience, hey, what do you want to see from me next? And that's content right there. That's our ebook. That's a digital product that we may have not even thought about. So yeah, sometimes just polling your audience gets that thing, gets you, you know, new content as well. 
Right. And it's just like you said, you don't have to monetize everything. But I think when people are just getting started, like they're trying to figure out, okay, well, how can I make money or how are these people, you know, making this money? And they don't think about things like that. And like you said, that's a product, that's a service. And those are some very unique ideas on how to monetize your skills and your you know your expertise and um like I tell my audience you take those core ways of making money online and you be creative and you create things from there you have to be creative and it's trial and error sometimes you know you may create a product and it's not your best seller you can go back and tweak something on it and sometimes you create something and it's always off the shelf it's always sold out so you know listening to your audience is the foundation of creating products that people want so you know listen to your audience listen to their good feedback their negative feedback and that helps you create more and more products for the future exactly well you definitely presented yourself as an expert on this podcast and giving so much good information and if our listeners want to reach out to you again how can they get in touch with you for help with their content or just to join your tribe and to learn from you? Okay, so I am at India Lindsay on all platforms. I am India Lindsay on Facebook. My website is still being developed, but I do have a gumroad that has like all of my online workshops, my classes, uh, my ebooks, and other digital products. Um, it's in the journal templates on there if you want so you know create your own journal and that is gunroad.com slash indialens so i'm indialens on all platforms uh, i'm pretty friendly so please me reach out to me um and yeah and my email is india at get the right touch.com if you just want to shoot me a question and that's get the right so Awesome. Well, thank you for that information and thank you for joining us on the platform as a guest. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Awesome. This was a great conversation. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Now, for everyone out there listening, um, if you have any immediate questions and you're listening from the Anchor platform, you can press the record button and you can ask your question and we'll get back to you. Or you can ask your question in the comments if you're listening from the website, from daniellettowner.com. Other than that, join us back next week for another enlightening discussion. And as I always close, dream until your dreams come true.